Glory to God. Glory to God. There's something about the atmosphere. You don't break the atmosphere when the presence of God is here because God wants to do something in your life. In the middle of the power of Jesus name being spoken over this church, over you, and over this moment. You come to receive what God has for you. Because God has something great for you. Something that you don't even know until you enter into it, until you surrender to him and say, have your way in my life, Lord. And he wants to do something great in your life this morning. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, pastor already set the atmosphere when he told you about Jesus. Every name, I mean, name above every name. The power, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that Jesus is Lord. That Jesus is Lord. That Jesus is Lord. That Jesus, no other man, not me, not you, but Jesus is Lord. See, when you treat him like he's supposed to be treated, everything changes. The atmosphere changes. People get healed. Things start to break off because we call on the name of Jesus, the great I am, the King of kings, the Lord of lords. He was wounded for your transgression. He was bruised for your iniquity. By his stripes, by his stripes, you get to be healed. Don't miss the moment. The church, we need to get excited about Jesus. We get excited about everything else, but we forget to be excited about Jesus. He's a holy, righteous man. He hung on the cross of Calvary for you, for me. When you get in this atmosphere, yield yourself to him. Surrender yourself to him and see what happens in your life. He's got the perfect plan. Nobody else has the plan but Jesus for your life. We try too many things. I won't keep you long. But this is a moment we got to press in. That song, hallelujah. Come alive in Jesus. There's nothing like it when Jesus come alive in you. You get victory over everything, not some things. I didn't come here because I'm Daryl Strawberry. This is show for Pastor Frank. Thank you. Thank you, brother, for having me here this weekend with you and the guys and your church. What a move of God. It's that time, church. It's that time the church respond and get back in your rightful place. You online, you need to come to church. I just need to say it. I mean, I'm going to preach a message here in a minute. I don't need long to preach it, but I need to speak to the people of God of this church, faith church. You need to come to church. You need to be in this atmosphere of what God wants to do in your life. See, we want to run to church when something happened, but you need to be in church all the time because something is happening all the time. And your family, your loved ones or something. And the only way we're going to win is being in church and being a covenant of the body of Christ. God's calling the church to come back. Amen? Let us pray. Father, we love you, honor you, praise you. Holy Spirit, we welcome you in this place. Do what only you can do. Have your way. Speak to the heart of the people. Touch them in such a mighty way that they understand the importance of being in church. 
yes, online has been great for what the season was, but that season's over. It's time to return back to church, to church house, and be a part of the body of Christ because we are missing out on what the Spirit of God is doing inside the church house today. Father, we give you glory, honor, and praise in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Because I want to get to this message, and I don't want to stay long on it because I just feel like down in my spirit when I was sitting over there and we were worshiping God, I just feel like that God wants to restore somebody this morning. God wants somebody to come back home. God wants somebody to repent. It's all in the same thing, whatever it may be, he wants you to come and give your life and be right with him and do it the right way. Because there's only one way to do it is you got to be all in. You can't be halfway in. You know, halfway in is going to get you nothing. You know, that's going to be like straddling that fence, you know, halfway in. I'm halfway in, halfway out. See, that's the way I was for a long time. Halfway in, halfway out. I just got tired of being a hypocrite. Talking about Jesus but denying his power. Denying the resurrection power of Jesus on the cross, delivering me and setting me free and setting you free. See, because Jesus is the only one that can set you free. You can't set yourself free. You can keep trying to accumulate more things and more stuff to make you well. It'll never make you well. I didn't come here to talk about baseball. I know some of y'all like baseball. I know the Mets are doing great. The Yankees are doing great. Hopefully we have a Subway Series. Praise God for that. (laughs) But this morning, Faith Church, it's about you. It's about where are you with God. It's about when things happen, who are you trusting? When things happen, who are you trusting when things truly happen? Because things will happen. Think about it. The storms of life. Think about the pandemic. Think about financial problems, sickness, storms, marriage problems, kid problems, job loss. Well, you can go to that kid problem because you're going to have some problems. You got a kid. Because now I know what my mother was thinking when she was going to church and she had all these problems with kids. But guess what? She kept praying for us. Mama never stopped praying for me. See, that's why I'm standing here today. I'm living the victory over her prayers. Her prayers have come to pass. Her prayers come full circle with God. And men, we got to take our rightful place. We got to take our rightful place in the house of God. Not in in society. Society doesn't love us. So that society doesn't care if you fail or not, or you succeed or not. It does not care. When things happen, who are you trusting? Who are you believing in? It's the word of God that changes a man. A man can't change himself by being successful and thinking he looked good and all that in a bag of chips. I thought I was all that in a bag of chips in a baseball uniform. Let me tell you, the devil is a liar. He set me up to believe, make me to believe that I was all that in a bag of chips. But at the end, he forgot to tell me, by the way, you coming with me, you going to hell. Hmm. He didn't tell me that part. I'll give you all that. I'll let you have all that. Let you be Daryl Strawberry. But at the end of your life, you're coming with me. When things happen, who are you trusting? Proverbs 
3, 5, and 6 talks about it. It says, trust in the Lord with all your heart. It says, lean not on your own understanding. It says, in all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your what? Path. He has a, he has a plan, he has a road, he has a map that's already planned for your life. And it's far greater than anything that I could have ever imagined. It had nothing to do with me playing ball. It had to do with me becoming a man. Becoming a man to live on, according to the biblical principles and following God's ways and surrendering myself from myself. Because do you, you know yourself can get you in trouble, right? Yourself, your own ego could get you in trouble. It'll keep you going and making you believe you got it all together. Until the storms of life come, because the storms of life are real. See, either you're in a storm or storms on the way, or you coming out of a storm. But you know the thing about the storms, I love the storms that God brings to our life when things happen. Because in the storm, if you stay in the storm and you don't go under and drown, you will survive. The storm is meant for us to go through. You have to go through the storm. Everybody that goes through the storm and you get through and you come out on the other side, you have allow God to grow you into the person that he wants you to be. Because the storms are always going to come. They're never going to stop coming. As long as you're here in this body and in this flesh, you're going to always have some storms and you're going to always have some things to deal with and overcome. But I can't sit in a victim mentality and say, poor me. No, I'm not poor me. I'm an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb. Yeah. Ain't no poor me. I got victory because of the blood of the Lamb. Because I know who I am in Christ. I was preaching to the man this weekend about your identity. We have the wrong identity in Christ. We identify ourselves in the wrong place. We identify ourselves in what we do instead of who Christ make us to be. Christ himself. You get to be like Jesus. I couldn't have never in my wild imagination believe that God was going to give me a platform to preach the gospel. I was just for sure he had the wrong guy. <laughs> I said, are you sure? He goes, I'm sure. You know, I, I, I like a mess. God said he like a mess so I can make it into a message. Amen. You know, we may be messy from a society standpoint, but we're not messy to him. Because when you know about Jesus... He didn't hang out with the scribes and the Pharisees. He hung out with the broken and the lost. Because they thought they had it all together. Mm, I'm too good. I'm highly educated. I'm too good for God. I don't need God. Well, is it like why every person, we all say we don't need God, but we're always calling his name. Oh, God. <laughs> oh, God, can you help me? Even when you don't think about it. You're still calling his name to help in the time of troubles when things happen. When things happen, trust in God. Always put your trust in God when things happen. Because God will see you through it. God will make a way for you out of no way. See, one thing I do know about Christ is he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Everybody else take off running. I remember everybody took off running from me. You know, when I was lost and broken and lost in addiction and struggling and $3 million in debt, and they were saying, oh, he's a loser, and he's this and that, and Jesus was laughing. 
he was laughing at man and said, well, I'm going to get this one here. I'm going to take him out of this pit and I'm going to put him in the poor pit. And then you won't even recognize him. You're going to say, you're going to realize that God is really good. Amen. At the end of the day, even when things happen, even when I went through all that, even when I ended up in a Florida State prison with a T17169, even when I went through cancer and had cancer surgery twice and lost my left kidney, I'm still a miracle. You're still a miracle. The miracle is getting up and your anticipation of getting up and going to church, not going anywhere else. We, it's just like, it, oh, glory to God. Our anticipation of going to the game is excitement, right? It's a lot of, lot of excitement going when we, when we get, oh, come on now. <laughs> you got to be the same way with church. The excitement and anticipation going to church, you got to be excited. You got you to go there with some expectation. See, when you come to church with expectation, God is going to give you what you need. Amen. You don't come into church, well, I don't want to go to church. Well, they ain't got, the church ain't got nothing for me. No, no. We, oh, hallelujah. The church got more for you than you got for yourself. Yeah. Yep. See, what we have come to recognize in this society is... People think church is not good. Church is good. Everything else is foolishness. Because your life and your, your bank account should be tied into the church, given to the church, tied into the church, given to the church. See, when we're so blessed because we understand the biblical principles and we fell into them the right way. I didn't want to fall into the foolishness and because I was already living in foolishness. But to fall into the righteousness of God and becoming everything you're supposed to come and become a kingdom builder and a tither and give to God, God blesses you, multiply you, increase you, and he gives you more than you can ever imagine. Amen. See, are we in a society we got it all wrong? We think, well, I just don't want to be that person give my 10%. Well, guess what? You're going to miss out on what God has for you. See, me and Tracy started with nothing, and God blessed us, increased us, and gave us more. When things happen, who are you trusting? See, when we trusted God with everything, see, I don't just give 10%. I give 25% to the church because God gives me an overflow coming back. But not only does he give you an overflow, but he gives you favor with man. And it's not... Your favor is his favor that he gives you. He gives you favor in the land. See, God is good. Not sometimes, but all the time. But if I don't trust the biblical principles, I can never fulfill the promises over my own personal life. See, I fulfilled the promises over my life that my mother prayed for me, that God would save me. Not only she prayed that God would save me, she prayed that God would knock me off of my throne. When I was a heathen, womanizer, alcoholic, drug addict, sinner, rich, famous, privileged, living behind community gates, she was praying God save his soul. I can't wait to give her the hug that she needs when I see her in heaven. Not only did he save me, he turned me into an evangelist to preach the gospel. So what am I saying? I'm saying that mama is good. Some of you mothers in here today, you need to hear my voice about being a mother. You keep praying. 
It's not for you to maybe see it. My mother didn't see it in the natural, but she's watching what she prayed for in the supernatural. You keep praying for that child. Don't you give up on that child no matter what that child's going through. It's it's not for us to give up because things will happen. But if we're trusting God and we're saying we love God, God's going to do it in his time. God did it in his time. Mama crossed over. She died at the age of 55 from terminal breast cancer. And here it is, her son standing in the pulpit preaching Jesus now. So don't, don't tell me that God won't do the miracle that he needs to do. Sometimes you may not get to see it. Sometimes you may get to see it. But whatever it is, you got to trust that God will see it through. Because, see, I know how we are as people. I get it, all of us. You know, we go through this flesh, you know, of our body and tell us, well, things are not going to work out. The devil's a liar. You better learn how to pray. You better learn how to rebuke the devil. You better learn how to fight through some things. But you cannot fight if it's not the word of God. Because the Bible talks about it. My people perish because of lack of knowledge and there's no understanding. See, the reason why I was perishing because I had worldly knowledge, but I didn't have kingdom knowledge. But when I got kingdom knowledge, it was over. Gone. It's too late because I don't hear from here. I just live here. I'm just passing through here. I don't. I hear from the kingdom of God. When I sit and, and think about God and sit in the room with God and lock myself in the room with the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit be talking to me like crazy. But you got to pay attention. What do you mean by that? We got to get rid of those cell phones. We got to turn that television off. And we got to learn to saturate ourselves in the word of God and spend time with God, quality time with God, so I can know God and I can have the relationship that I need to have with God. See, Jesus is really cool when you have a relationship with him. But if you just know his name, then you deny his power. Because the resurrection power is of him, he's already done it. See, every, see, when he went to Calvary and when he hung on the cross at Calvary and when he was shedding his blood, everything that is killing you, Jesus already killed it on the cross. Yep. He's already killed it. He's already done it. You know why? Because of that blood. That blood of Jesus is red, just like yours, but the difference is there's no sin in him. He's holy righteousness, and he purifies you, he liberates you, and he redeems you. He brings you to wholeness and right standards with God. Amen. See, we try to bring ourselves to the right standards of living in the society, and it's impossible. How many of you have been there before? Everything you tried barely worked. But everything you try with God is very successful. See, you get to live this life and you get to smile and be happy. No wonder Gary Carter was so happy. No wonder he was so happy when we were playing baseball and he's living around a bunch of heathens and he's saved. And he's happy and he's free. And everybody persecuting him and they talking about him, pointing fingers at him. Why is he so happy? Why he loves his wife and kids? And why is he drinking milk? Man, I wish I could have been drinking milk. <laughs> I would have saved myself a lot of headaches if I would have been drinking milk right along with him. That's the reality of loving Christ and letting him be Lord over your life. And letting none of this stuff, he didn't let his fame, he didn't let his success or anything rule and reign over his life. 
in the midst of being around us, he lived a life the right way. Gary Carter and Mookie Wilson and my whole time playing baseball and being around baseball players is the only two guys that I ever seen live right. That's just show you how small it is. Because so many other guys will say God. You hear all the other professionals saying Jesus, God, I want to thank God, but they don't even know him. They want to thank God, and then you see them the next night, they're in the club doing an electric slide. <laughs> what God is that? That's not the God we're supposed to worship. The God we're supposed to worship, we're supposed to have some discipline in us. We're supposed to love people. We're supposed to care for people. See, because Jesus is not coming back for a black person, white person, a Spanish person, an Asian person. Jesus is coming back for a holy person. See, we're living in a society that's very confused about who Jesus is. See, you cannot change this Bible. You cannot take away from it. You can't add from it. So get off that old CNN, Fox, CBS. Get off all that Internet stuff and people talking and the politicians talking. Get off all that stuff and pick this book up for yourself and read it so you can get this knowledge, so you can have the victory, so you can see with your own eyes. God will open your eyes when you open his book. God will open your eyes when you open his word. See, the thing about this book here, (laughs) I love it. You know why? Because this is a simple book for complicated people. This is a simple book. This book has been here forever. But people are complicated. Because the thing is, is you have to abide in what this is saying and him and not what somebody else is saying. Because if you go on by what somebody else is saying, they're going to rule and reign over your life. They're going to have you in an opinion place. See, one thing... I love about this book is I don't debate about it. There's no debate. Jesus is Lord. The rest is uncivilized. So you can't change my thought process. So I'm not, you know why? Because I've read it for myself. It's not until you read it for yourself and then you'll understand who is Lord over your life. You understand when things happen, who to trust. You understand that I don't need anything else. If God doesn't give me anything else, He's gave me enough. Guess what he gave me? Salvation. That's the greatest gift one can give to himself. Not anything to say, look at me, but the salvation that God gives to you. The salvation he gives to you is free. Freely given to you. All you got to do is surrender your life when things happen. And things do happen. You lose your job and financial problems, and that's all part of the storms of life. Everybody's been through it. Everybody goes through it. What I love about God is nobody gets away here. Nobody gets away here going through it. See, because we think, well, celebrities, you know, they really have it all together, and, you know, they have the fame, and they play sports, and they're in the movies, and they have all the money. But, yeah, but none of them can stay together. 
So that you, we may think ourselves as, like you may think yourself as a simple person. Yeah, we're, they're, they're simple too, but they got complication problems of loving their families the right way because why? They accumulate so much stuff and they don't really care. They have so much stuff and notoriety in front of them, they don't even care about the real principles of life. Parker talking about people got more money, Prince got more money, but Prince dead, dead is dead. Why? Because you wouldn't repent. God gives everybody a chance to repent and turn and come back to him and ask him to forgive you. He's a good God. He'll clean you up. Obedience is the key to success with God. Not everything else that you may be looking for. Let me get to this point. Hallelujah. Mm. You must trust and know God did not create it, the storms. He doesn't create the storms. The storms just come. But you know what? God walks us through the storms if you trust him. If you trust him, can you trust? Come on, glory to God. Church, I had to trust God with being $3 million in debt and didn't have a driver's license 20 years ago. I had to trust that God was going to want to do something in my life. Guess what? I sat in the back of the church and I got discipled. And guess what? I trusted God, and he developed me, and guess what? He sent me. But if you don't trust him that he will do it, then you'll never get there. And if you don't participate in what church is all about, see, I, I, I tell you, I love church. I love worship. I love church. I love pastors. I love it. It's good. I've already lived in, in, in hell playing Major League Baseball and, and, and living behind community gates. That's hell, because most of the time, you don't even know yourself. All you know is you've got a bunch of stuff, but you still don't even know who you are. See, see, at least I know the fact of coming to know Jesus, I know who I am in Christ. I'm a child of the living God. I'm going home one day. Absence from the body would be presence with the Lord. This is not home for me. I've already been dead here. The next death I get is going to be crossing over, and God's going to say, well done. Yeah, it was many trials and tribulations, but he'll say, well done, my good and faithful servant. There were trials and tribulations. We all go through it. But do I trust God? The church, you need to trust God. You that walked in here today, you need to trust God. Put your love in God. Put your faith in God. Put your money in God. Stop putting it in everything else. I tell people all that all the time. Put it in God's kingdom. You're not giving to man. You're giving to God's kingdom. Oh, that was the greatest gift me and Tracy learned was the tithe. Giving to God's kingdom. God don't need my money. God don't need me. God needs my heart. And when you start doing that, man, you start seeing God operating in your life. God will save you, spare you. He will catch you. you know, it, see, it's, it's, not a, it's not about money to God. It's, God. it's about your heart so God can see if you can give to him. Then when you get a sickness or something come on and you pray about it, then God heals you because he knows you belong to him. Yes. See, we think it's about other things, but it's not. It's for the building of the kingdom. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. Then all these things will be added into you. Matthew 6.33. Seek ye first the kingdom and his righteousness. Then he will add all these things into you. Amen? Amen. You must trust God will also turn it around for your good. God turns everything around for the good. 
Now, some things, everything. Everything for your good, God wants to turn it around. You know, I remember when I said I was going to follow Jesus and all the guys that were playing with were laughing at me, Pastor Frank. Ah, yeah, he's going to follow God. We, yeah, he's this, he's that. You know, they were laughing. And they're still waiting for me to come back. And it's been 20 years since I've been following this road here. They're still waiting for me to come back. Why? Because they don't understand the Bible. They don't understand Romans 12, 2, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. They don't understand 2 Corinthians 5, 17. Therefore, anyone's in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have come new. They don't understand when God puts his spirit down in you, it's over. It is over. There is no reason to go back. Once he puts his spirit in you, once it dwells in you, once you operate in the true meaning of being a servant for Christ. Let me tell you, church, I'm nothing without Jesus. I'm nothing without the Holy Spirit. I'm just a man that'll walk around here lost, trying to accomplish more and more when God wants to give you the keys to the kingdom. The greatest keys I ever received was from Jesus. It's because he's already done it for you. And all you have to do is suit up and show up. And guess what? Jesus will show out for you. If you allow that to happen. And this is where we got to get better at as believers. We got to get down to this place where we're trusting God and we're understanding that God is the answer. We understand that God is the alpha, the mega, the beginning, the end. He's everything. He's got to be everything to you. Man, there's nothing like laying with the Holy Spirit and laying in the room and crying to the Holy Spirit and asking him to help you get through something that you're struggling with because he will help you get through it. But you got to open your mouth. You got to talk. You got to participate with him. You can't just think he's a, I dream a genie and it's just going to come out of a genie jar and just poof. It was a process over my life to get to this place with God. See, God knew that he had to deal with me first before he ever put me in the pulpit. Because when he called me 15 years ago, he says, I need you not to play in that pulpit. Because the devil's busy. See, you understand who Lucifer is. He was in heaven and he got kicked out of heaven because he wanted to be bigger than God. And he took angels with him, so he's busy. His name is Satan, now he's busy. He's busy to deceive you, make you believe that you can't be an overcomer, but you cannot be an overcomer by yourself. You can only be an overcomer because of the blood of the Lamb. You cannot overcome by yourself. You got to learn how to worship God. You got to learn how to get on your face. You got to learn how to throw your hands up to God. You got to learn how to praise God. We'll scream at a baseball game. We'll scream for a touchdown, but we won't praise God. We won't praise the great I am. We'll praise everything else, but we won't praise him. See, the devil has been keeping us all in this place of being complacent and quiet 
man, I'm making some noise for Christ. I was raised in hell when I was a heathen. Why won't I make noise for Christ? John 3.30, he must increase, but I must decrease. You know what that means for you that's online watching? He must increase, you must decrease. You must get back in church. You need to come to church because you're missing out what God has for you. Can I get a little worship real quick, sound here? Because I'm going to close here in a minute. Some of you that have come in here today, some of you that are online, God said come back home. See, the Israelites could have been in the promised land in 11 days. But they were so stubborn and wanted to do it their way. They didn't want to listen to Moses. Moses was a great leader. Moses walked with God with humility and meekness. See, when a man humbles himself to God, God can exalt him into his rightful place. The Israelites complained. They ended up in the 11-day trip. Cost them another 40 years. Some of you that are here today, God is saying, come back home so I can restore you. I can't restore you if you stay on the outside. I can only restore you if you come. I can only restore you if you come and taste and see that the Lord is good. I always tell people, stop eating at Burger King, even though I like Burger King chicken sandwiches. (laughs) But I always tell them, stop eating at Burger King and start eating this steak. Start feeding yourself. And come. Some of you have come in here with anxiety, doubts, Confusion, depression, that's you. As you play, come, I want to pray for you. Don't miss the day. Don't worry about what anybody else thinks. I used to worry about what everybody was thinking when I was coming. You know, I was worried about what everybody else was thinking. I almost missed the moment that God had for me. Because guess what? Everybody got problems. Everybody got something. So if that's you, come so I can pray for you. Come right now. Be a man. There you go. Step up. Come. Come. God's got something for you. I want to surrender myself. I don't want to be this no more. I want to be all in. You want to be all in? Make a commitment to God. Make a commitment to God. Make a commitment to God. Because God loves you. God is crazy about you. Everybody else can say, I love you. I'm crazy about you. But God is crazy about you. You understand what I'm saying? He's crazy about you. He loves you more than you even know yourself. You don't have to compromise anymore. You don't have to be anymore. You don't have to fit in. Stop trying to fit in. You don't have to fit in. You are uniquely made by God. Anymore, I'll wait for you. Come. That marriage, come. Don't you leave that marriage. Don't you leave that marriage. The devil's lying to you. I don't care what kind of storm it is. Don't leave. God is the miracle maker. If you give it to him, 
He'll take care of it for you. But you're going to have to trust him. You're going to have to trust him with yourself. You're going to have to make a new decision to do the right thing. Live right for God. Let God use you. He will. You make yourself available for him, he'll use you. Any more? Any more men? Some of you, God, God is calling you to a better place and you're still holding on to your seat. Get down here. Don't let the devil deceive you and fool you. You know God is calling you. Get down here right now in the name of Jesus. Don't let the enemy destroy you. God created you for good. Your destiny is great. You don't even know it because you keep letting the enemy hold you back. Oh, I just come to church and I went to church. What happened in church? I don't know. Well, today that's over. Today that's over. This is your church here. Got a great pastor here. You shouldn't be at home sleeping. You should be here participating and finding out how can I be a part of the church? How can I help? How can I do something different? Why am I still stuck? Why am I still standing in the same place? Because I won't surrender. This is what surrender looks like to God. Coming to the cross and surrender your life to Jesus. He's not mad at you. God is not mad at you. You're not a mistake. We just make a bunch of mistakes. That's all it is. But you're not a mistake to God. And you're not a surprise to God. And whatever your struggle is to God is not a surprise to him. Come closer, everybody. Come in. Let's be a family. Come on in here. Everybody. Come together. Come together. Come together. Come together. Let you slide. You guys slide on down in here. Closer. Be a family. Hallelujah. See, what I want you guys to know is the church is your home. It's the place to be. Stop running from the church and run to the church. Stop running from the church until the church. Church is good. Repent. Turn from those ways. Get out of living the wrong way. If she don't want to marry you, you come to church. If he don't want to marry you, you come to church. But get out of those ways. Don't live if it's not right. Start living the right way for God. And God will move on your behalf. He will do something that you could never imagine. Because he is that good. I'm going to pray Ephesians 3.20 over you guys. Now to him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all we ask or think according to his power that work in us. It is his wonderful working power that works in us. Amen. Rest of the congregation, stand up, hold your hands and point. Put your hands to them. You guys at the cross, you come to the cross, the symbol of the cross. Repeat after me, Heavenly Father. Here I am. I'm a sinner. I need a Savior. I need you right now, Lord. 
what to do in my life, what I cannot do in my life. Thank you for your grace and your love and your mercy over me right now today. You are my God. I will follow your ways from this day forward. Receive me, Lord. Have your way in me. Let me never be the same again. I trust you. I honor you and praise you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hold yourself right where you're at. Hold, your, hold yourself right where you're at.